1: I hope you have your radio on right now because it is time for another edition of The Good with Kevin Thomas. I am Kevin Thomas, and it is a warm, dare I say, hot day outside. Uh, 90 degrees today, uh, and uh, I think tomorrow as well. Uh, Maybe we might see a little rain tomorrow, but uh, if you want to find out for sure, Uh, Tune in to the morning show with Jeff and Will tomorrow at 6 o'clock, and then at around uh, 6.45, you'll hear from meteorologist Mark Hanick, uh, who will uh, give you the latest forecast uh, for the coming weekend. Uh, Now, we have a show today uh, that's going to include music that ties in to music history today. But first... If you feel like saying hello or you feel like telling me off or whatever you feel like telling me, it's real simple. All you have to do is dial the number, 845-429-1700. That's 845-429-1700. And uh, we'll uh, talk about just about anything. Uh, We have to keep it clean, you know, for uh, the terrestrial radio out there. Uh, so today, uh, like I said, uh, we're going to tie things into music history, uh, and we'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, I want to start off with a story, and uh, I, think, uh, I think you'll like this one. It's, it's, it's actually a pretty cool thing. So there is a cat cafe in Charlotte, North Carolina, that is celebrating a huge milestone 1,000 Cat Adoptions. So the uh, name of the place is uh, Mac Tabby Cat Cafe. And the owner, Lori, says that uh, cats have been her calling and her passion for over 40 years. Uh, She said, uh, one night, my husband, Nick, asked me one question. If you took all logistics out of it, what would you do? The answer was immediate and clear in that moment. The light came on, and I was on my path to opening Charlotte's first Cat Cafe. The logistics were scary, but we kept pushing past the fear, deciding instead to move forward with passion and intention, a key lesson we wanted to instill in our three teenage sons. Now, with the help of 299 Kickstarter backers, MacTabby Cat Cafe has become Charlotte's first cat cafe. It opened its doors on December 16th, 2017. Now, for $12, customers can reserve a 60-minute cat lounge experience that lets them cozy up to, to cats and uh, that roam freely through the cafe. Now, you don't need a paid admission to order from the cafe menu, there's also kitty themed goodies, local art, and Mac Tabby merch available to purchase. Now, uh, the cafe is partnered with local rescues, uh, Pr- Princeton's Meow, and catering to cats and dogs. And uh, recently they celebrated their 1000th adoption. Uh, now, they uh, wrote in a social media post what an amazing night! The 1000th. Cat adopted. Leo Wyatt snagged the title of 1000 and gets to be brothers forever with Ready Whip. Double adoptions are the best, but this one was epic. And so uh, they continue. We are thankful for our partnerships with both rescues as part of our story. We have been blessed since day one to be surrounded by like-minded humans with the same passion to save cats' lives. They continue, I am forever grateful to this big, beautiful universe, the way synchronicity played such a huge part in the most amazing ways, the signs that kept leading us down the right path, the trust in our guts, the journey, the timing, the gratitude, the cats, the kind humans, the chance we have been given to live a dream. It isn't taken lightly. We we get to witness two little spaces on this planet that are overflowing with love for animals and fellow humans. I may have done the work to get it started, but each of you continually make mac tabby what it is and i am honored to be along for the ride with you so one thousand cats finding their forever homes definitely a pretty cool thing right there and uh we got to talk about this uh it, it actually happened uh, right in uh, new york city uh an uber driver is being hailed as a hero after helping two people escape from a burning building in brooklyn Now, Fritz Sam, who's 54 years old, said he was taking a passenger to LaGuardia Airport last Wednesday morning when he came across a four-story apartment building that was on fire. Now, he noticed flames coming out of the second-floor window, but he did not see any first responders at the scene yet. So he asked his passenger, he said, Can I pull over? Maybe we can help. So we got out of the car and ran over there. He said... When I thought there might be someone inside that building, there was something in me that couldn't hold back, and I just had to go inside. Now, his passenger, Gemma Way, was in awe of his heroism. She snapped a photo of the flames pouring out of the second-floor window and said she and others on the streets began yelling to alert residents of the fire. Now, Sam located a woman on the second floor and a man on the first floor and brought them both to safety. Now, according to Sam and uh, Gemma, uh, firefighters arrived shortly after the last resident exited the building, and uh, in the meantime, Sam comforted the residents and made sure they were okay before returning to his car to finish the Uber ride to the airport. Now, uh, uh, Gemma actually uh, posted this on, uh, on Twitter. On the way to the airport this morning and drove by a burning building, my Uber driver, driver leapt out of the car and into the building while the rest of us screamed at the top of our lungs for people to evacuate. The first truck came. We rushed to the airport. I made my flight. And Uber... Also uh, recognized his act of heroism. They said, we are incredibly grateful to have such a heroic and thoughtful member of our community in Fritz. Now, uh, they said that they are actually going to give Sam a one-year Tesla rental, his daughter's dream car. They are also going to honor him with a hometown hero award. That's pretty cool right there. So Fritz, Sam, kudos to you. And uh, Gemma, uh, great job responding to such a a, a situation. And uh, uh, luckily, nobody was hurt. And, uh, you know, fires are just, uh, I mean, so scary. So very scary. Uh, So now let's uh, begin our journey down memory lane. And we talk about music history on this date. August 25th, I almost said 2022. We actually are going back to August 25th, 1962. Little Eva went to number one on the singles charts with The Locomotion. And now the song was written by Carol King and Jerry Goffin. It was offered to D.D. Sharp, uh, who turned it down. And then the writers had their babysitter, Little Eva, record it, and she took it to number one. Go figure. She uh, figured she was uh, getting a job as a babysitter, and little did she know she'd end up having a timeless, timeless classic to her name. So uh, we continue down the list, and we go to August 25th, 1967. Bobby Gentry started a four-week run at number one on the singles charts with Ode to Billy Joe. Now, the song garnered eight Grammy nominations and resulted in three wins for Gentry and one win for arranger Jimmy Haskell. And uh, I'm pretty sure you'll hear that song later on in the hour. Uh, So we continue down the list and we go to August 25th, 1970. Elton John made his live debut right here in the good old US of A when he kicked off a 17-date tour at the Troubadour in Los Angeles. Now, in the audience that night, you had Don Henley, you had Quincy Jones, and you had Leon Russell. And uh, at the time... Elton's latest single, Border Song, had just debuted at number 92 on the chart. Uh, Of course, Elton would go on to make so many hits throughout the years. Uh, Pretty good stuff right there. Uh, August twenty-fifth, 1970, a party was held to celebrate the official opening of Electric Ladyland Studios in New York City. Artists who went on to record at the studio include Hendrix, of course, uh, John Lennon, ACDC, David Bowie, Stevie Wonder, Frank Zappa, and Guns N' Roses. Pretty cool stuff right there. We go to August 25th, 1973. Uh, a band by the name of Stories started a two-week run at number one on the singles charts with a cover of Hot Chocolate's Brother Louie. And uh, now, I I think it was Louis C.K. that had his show, uh, his uh, sitcom, and he actually uh, used a version of Brother Louis as his uh, uh, theme song. Uh, But uh, uh, Hot Chocolate had made it a hit over in the U.K., uh, went to number seven in the U.K., and then Stories covered it and uh, took it to the stratosphere. There you go. Uh, We go back to August 25th, 1975. Bruce Springsteen released his third studio album, and it was a big one. It was Born to Run. The album peaked at number three on the Billboard chart, eventually selling six million copies in the United States, and has been considered by critics to be one of the greatest albums in popular music. And uh, two big singles that helped that uh, album reach uh, its... uh, Height, uh, Born to Run, of course, and 10th Avenue Freeze Out. So definitely uh, a big-time album right there. August 25th, 1979, The Knack started a five-week run at number one on the singles charts with My Sharona. It was their only number one hit right here in the U.S. And uh, lead singer Doug Fieger said that uh, he was inspired to write the tune by Sharona Alperin, a 17-year-old senior at Los Angeles Fairfax High who later became his girlfriend. Uh, They eventually got married to other people, but they remained friends. Uh, Now, uh, Figer passed away back in 2010 from uh, cancer. After uh, battling cancer for several years, he was 57 years old. Uh, So we continue down the list. And... uh, We'll skip over some of this stuff. It's a little too negative uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, now we go to August 25th, 2000. Academy Award winning film score composer and record producer Jack Nish died of a heart attack. He produced The Rolling Stones' Neil Young buffalo springfield and the walker brothers uh he also did the musical scores for the exorcist one flew over the cuckoo's nest he co-wrote up where we belong with uh, buffy saint marie for the 1982 film an officer and a gentleman of course uh up where we belong jennifer warrens and uh, joe cocker took that to the stratosphere uh we uh August 25, 2001, we said goodbye to singer and actress Aaliyah. She was killed in a plane crash in the Bahamas at the age of 22 years old. The small Cessna plane crashed a few minutes after takeoff, killing everyone on board, with the exception of uh, uh, four passengers who were pulled from the wreckage but later died. Aaliyah had been filming a video for her latest release, Rock the Boat. Uh, now, we'll uh, see if there's uh, anything else here uh, worth mentioning. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that'll do it for that and uh, now we can talk about birthdays on this date and uh, what musical birthdays do we have in store for you? Well, we go back to august twenty fifth nineteen eighteen American composer, pianist conductor Leonard Bernstein born on this date his best known work the musical west side story he also conducted the new york philharmonic at the age of 25 now uh, he's won seven emmy awards two tony awards 16 grammy awards including the lifetime achievement and he also was honored at the kennedy center honors Uh, really quite an accomplished uh, musician right there We talk about August 25th, 1933, jack saxophonist and composer Wayne Shorter, born on this date. Now, uh, he worked with uh, Miles Davis and uh, also with Weather Report, uh, who had the 1976 single Birdland and the 1977 album Heavy Weather. Wayne Shorter has won 10 Grammys, and back in 2017, he was awarded the Polar Music Prize. We go to August 25th, 1948, a drummer and a founding member of the Box Tops, da- Danny Smythe, born on this date. Uh, they had two big hits uh, during their time. Uh, number one hit back in 1967 called The Letter, and in 1968, a number two hit called Cry Like a Baby. And uh, Cry Like a Baby will start off our music set in just a bit. Uh, big birthday, August 25th, 1949. Gene Simmons, bassist and singer with Kiss, born on this date. Their 1976 rock and roll over, uh, spent 26 weeks on the charts, went to number 11 on the charts, and uh, he's also known by his stage persona, The Demon. So interesting right there. Uh, August 25th, 1951, singer and songwriter Rob Halford, best known as the lead vocalist for the heavy metal band Judas Priest. Uh, He's been involved with uh, several side projects, including Fight 2 and Halford. And another big birthday here, August 25th, 1954, Elvis Costello, the singer-songwriter born on this date. Uh, He was born Declan McManus. Uh, I think Elvis Costello works better uh, for a rock and roll name. Uh, He he had a lot of hits through the years and multiple awards, including a Grammy Award. He's also worked with Paul McCartney, Tony Bennett, Lucinda Williams, Kid Rock, and Brian Eno. Uh, Now we continue on. uh, August 25th, 1961, Billy Ray Cyrus, born on this date. Had a big hit back in 1992 with "Achy Breaky Heart" and the number one album called "Some Gave All." And uh, I'll play the title track from that album uh, in a little bit. Uh, in 2019, uh, the, he, he had that uh, big song with Little X, "Old Town Road," which uh, ended up on the char- on the top of the charts for 19 consecutive weeks, a record. For the chart. August 25th, 1962, singer, songwriter, and musician Vivian Campbell was born on this date. Uh, he is a member of Def Leppard. Uh, he joined the band in 1992 after their guitarist Steve, Steve Clark passed away the previous year. Uh, Campbell has also been a member of Dio and Whitesnake as well. Uh, And we've got to talk about uh, August 25th, 1967, Jeff Tweedy, songwriter, musician, and leader of the band Wilco. Uh, Now, some of their albums included Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, A Ghost is Born, Sky Blue Sky, and Wilco, the album. And uh, that will do it for music history on this date. Uh, Let's start the music. Why don't we? And uh, let's start it off with the box tops. Here is Cry Like a Baby, here on The Good with Kevin Thomas.
2: down my spine Cut the baby take off her clothes Close up of the sign that says me
0: Just don't understand about the reasons we are free. I can't forget the look in his eyes, or oh, the tears he cried as he said these words to All gave some, some gave all. Some stood through for the red, white, and blue, and some had to fall. And if you ever Some gave off. Now, Sandy Cain is no longer here, but his words are so clear they echo throughout our land. all his friends who gave us all Who stood the ground and took the fall To help their fellow man Love your country and live with pride And don't forget those who died America, can't you see All gave some, and some gave all And some stood through for the red, white, and blue And some had to fall And if you ever think of me Think of all your liberties and recall Some give all. And if you ever think of me, think of all your liberties and recall. Yes, recall. Some give all.
3: E
1: classic classic song right there uh joe cocker and jennifer warrens with uh up where we belong uh award-winning song right there uh truly just a, a great song uh i, I, I really love that a lot uh before that we had billy ray cyrus with some gave all it's a really good song uh and uh it's always great to uh honor the troops and uh uh let them know that we're thinking of them uh elvis costello with watching the detectives kiss with detroit rock city and to start off the set it was the box tops with cry like a baby uh so a lot of uh a lot of great music uh played already and a lot more to come uh in the meantime uh there is an event coming up on sunday september 11th i think you should hear about and uh We'll uh, play this right now, and uh, you listen and uh, think about going. It's time for the 12th annual Highlands Bluegrass Festival on the Great Lawn of Jacob Sloat's Mansion, Harmony Hall at 15 Liberty Rock Road, Sloatsburg, New York. Three talented bands will take the outdoor stage, the Eugene Tyler Band, Andrea Aspirelli, and Cole Quest and the City Pickers, starring Cole, the grandson of the folk icon Woody Guthrie. The festival kicks off at 1 p.m. on Sunday September 11th and also features local artisans, delicious food, a children's craft tent and displays. Advanced admission is $10 with day of tickets at 15. Kids ages 12 to 17 are $5 and kids under 12 are free. Bring your own lawn chairs or blankets. Visit fohh.org for more information. Sponsored by the Friends of Harmony Hall, the Town of Ramapo, Core Building Materials, and Rockland County Tourism. Sunday, September the 11th. Go check it out. Uh, it's always good to check out local music, and, uh, uh, you know, we, we'll definitely. Uh, see some uh, great local music that day. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, we've, we've got more music coming up on the show uh, right now. And uh, we're going to start off with uh, Jeff Tweedy's band. Uh, it's his birthday today. And uh, we're going to go with uh, Wilco's I'm Trying to Break Your Heart. So uh, check this out, and uh, we'll play a few more after that. And uh, we'll be right back here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. <laughs>
4: be lying if I said it wasn't easy I am trying to break your heart
5: She said, I got some news this morning from Choctaw Ridge Today, Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge and Papa said to Mama as he passed around the Black Eyed Peas Well, Billy Joe never had a liquor since Pass the biscuits, please Plough. And mama said it was a shame about Billy Joe anyhow. Seems like nothing ever comes to no good up on Choctaw Ridge. And now Billy Joe McAllister's jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. brother said he recollected when he and Tom and Billy Joe And put a frog down my back at the Carroll County Picture Show And wasn't I talking to him after church last Sunday night I'll have another piece of apple pie, you know it don't seem right the sawmill yesterday on Choctaw Ridge, and now you tell me Billy Joe's jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Mama said to me, child, what's happened to your appetite? I've been cooking all morning and you haven't touched a single bite. Drop by today said he'd be pleased to have dinner on sunday oh by the way he said he saw a girl that looked a lot like you up on choctaw ridge and she and billy joe was throwing something off the Tallahatchie bridge a year has come and gone since we heard the news about billy joe brother married becky thompson they bought a store in tupelo there was a virus going round papa caught it and he died last spring and now mama doesn't seem to want to do much of anything Picking flowers up on Choctaw Ridge and drop them into the muddy water off the Tallahatchie Bridge.
6: He has been here too distant God.
1: What a great, great tune by Elton John. Border song here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. Uh, Before that, we had uh, Bobby Gentry with her award-winning song, Ode to Billy Joe. Uh, We also had Little Eva with The Locomotion. And Wilco started off the set with I Am Trying to Break Your Heart. Now, before I leave uh, today's show, uh, I should mention that... uh, Candace Behensky is retiring, and uh, she sent me a message on uh, Facebook. Uh, thank you, Candace, for listening, and uh, I wish you all the best in your retirement. Uh, you know, you you've probably worked so many years, and uh, it's it's going to be a big change. You know, uh, you don't you don't know what to expect at first, but uh, uh, you know, you've earned it, so uh, enjoy. Retirement, no doubt about it. So uh, we've got a couple minutes left in the show. So I'll give you one more story. And uh, it has to do with a lost wedding ring. So a woman, uh, it said, uh, a matter of fact, Francesca Thiel, uh, she said she was tossing a football with her husband in the ocean. At North Beach in Hampton, New Hampshire, when her diamond wedding ring that once belonged to her great-grandmother slipped off her finger, Uh, she said, It's a very small piece of material in that huge ocean. In that moment, my heart sank. Now, the 29-year-old and her husband spent hours searching for the ring with no luck. And so she posted about the ordeal on Facebook and asked anyone who might frequent the beach with a metal detector to be on the lookout. Now, uh, she said, Some people messaged me and said, I'm going to go tonight and look for you. Over the course of a week, the couple went back looking several times. Each time, they went Good Samaritans with metal detectors who had read Teal's Post were out looking as well. Matter of fact, one metal detector hobbyist spent 15 hours searching over the course of three days. Now, the first two days he went looking, there was no such luck. Uh, His name is Lou Assey, and uh, he's uh, 60 years old, and Lou said, I don't take failure all too well, I wanted to go back and give it one last shot. And that's when he found the ring, buried four inches beneath the sandy ocean floor. He sent a picture to Teal, writing in a message, Please tell me this is the ring so I can finally get off this beach. And she replied, Oh my God, that's it. So he returned the ring to Teal's home and her husband got on one knee to place it back on her finger. Uh, She wrote, I have been so overwhelmed by the kindness of strangers this past week. It has been so amazing to witness humanity in this positive way and has brought me so much faith to myself and others. So a great story to end the show with. Uh, I hope that you have a great rest of the day. Stay tuned, because you're going to get your radiotherapy in a moment. We've got Clem in the PM coming up next here on WRCR. I'm Kevin Thomas. God bless. Take care, and we'll see you on the other side.